Phil. Hey, Senda. You want to talk about work or life? How about both of them? I mean, we could talk about both to kind of like balance them out. <laughs> Cue music. And welcome to another episode of Pandas Talking Games. I am one of your hosts, Phil. And I am your other host, Senda. And tonight's topic comes to us from Nick Clark, who asks about game life balance. They recommended one host on adjusting games to accommodate life and one host on life adjustments to accommodate games. Well, Nick has done all the work on this one, so that's exactly what we're going to talk about tonight and actually also next week. It's a two-parter, folks. <laughs> bing, 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 like some sort of siren right. sound. Wah, 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 like, wah, yeah. Wah. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like, no, like more like an alert thing, like klaxon sounds going off. Anyway, so tonight we're going to talk about adjusting games to life. And next week, we're going to be talking about adjusting life to accommodate your games. But for tonight, to get us started, Phil is going to don his other hat and talk a bit about productivity and the idea of work-life balance. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I am a productivity nerd. Yes. I I have in the past sucked at work-life balance. So, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> so it's a good thing we're doing this in two separate episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, um, I mean, a little bit of background here, because um, by no means am I any kind of credited expert in any of this, but that's not going to stop us, nor nor, has it, <laughs> nor has it ever stopped us in the past. Yes. Correct. Armchair psychologist, productivity, whatever. Everything. We we just, yeah. Uh, anyway, I've been a gamer since I was 10, so that puts me at 36 years of gaming, and pretty much all of my good friends are gamers. Um of various ages and different stages of their life. Uh, so what I'm going to say is it's completely anecdotal. I'm I'm like just pulling this out from experiences, but I am uh, I'm pretty confident that this will track pretty well. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about work and free time. And I, I don't want to talk about it by age because one, I, I don't think age is always the best gauge for where somebody is. Uh, in terms of free time and um, work and things like that. So we're going to just make um, four arbitrary bins because we often do this where we make up convenient uh, groupings, bins and things like that. So I have uh, selected four bins that we're going to group life experiences in. And the first one is school. Mm -hmm. And I'll just I'll define them uh, really quickly. So school being anything from elementary all the way through university. Right. So. Before you enter the full-on workforce, right. that's school. All right. So then, there, then there's starting out. Uh, starting out is when you have left school and you are now either getting into like your first couple jobs or maybe like the beginning of your career path. Like a lot of people don't actually hit their career path till like kind of late in this stage. Like they usually start with like a couple different jobs and they kind of bounce around. And then towards the end of the stage, they kind of hit their first it's a job, but it winds up being the job that's like their first step on their career path. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, Carry on. 
(laughs) Exactly. Um, Then the next stage is climbing. Climbing is as you are kind of like moving through your career. You're now like the jobs that you now select when you switch are ones that are advancing your career forward. And and along the way, we're going to talk about relationships, family, money, and things like that in each of these buckets. But then uh, the last bucket being established, uh, where you're not really climbing that much anymore. And you've kind of leveled out. And certain parts of your life have kind of leveled out and calmed down uh, as well. Those are the four buckets. I suspect if we did the show 10 years from now, I'll add a fifth bucket for like retirement. But yeah, well, you're going to retire gonna, in 10 years. I'm not. I was going to say, got, that's not that long. No, you're not. No, but I'll be close enough. Me. I'll be close enough to it to kind of sense right. what it looks like. You'll see the shape um, of it on yes. the horizon. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm not that old yet. Anyway, so we're going to just go with those four today. School starting out, climbing and established. They're very broad buckets. They by no means encompass everybody's life experiences. There are going to be lots of people who don't fit neatly into these buckets. There are going to be some people who are like very much career-wise, they're in one bucket, but relationship family-wise, they're in another one because like maybe they got married super young. Like, So they're not going to be perfect fits. But I think that in order for us to talk about adjusting your gaming for different periods of your life we need some things to call periods of your life right so can i say something about them too we can also basically just lay them out um as a theoretical timeline in which there is a spectrum because there isn't like a hard beginning end right to much of this but there's like the fade in between each of them yes there's definitely a transition period I think when we talk about at the end, at the end of the segment, we're going to talk a little bit about our own experiences. But, um, you know, these can be anywhere from a couple of years to like a decade. Right. Could be even more be depending more. on your life experience. Yeah, it yeah. just depends on what you're doing and how you're doing it and all of that stuff. Exactly. So cool. Let's yeah. um, let let's start out. And why don't you tell me about um, why don't you tell me some things about uh, the um school. Phase. 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 Phase Phase is a good word. Um, Yes. So the school phase, um, for the school phase, if we say the word career, you are still in school or university, right? So you're still attending school, which means that for work, you're probably doing something part-time or internship-like because your primary thing that keeps you busy is school, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then, so we're kind of going to do these four for each thing. We're going to talk career, relationship, free time, and free cash, right? So the next one on this list being relationship, usually at this point, we'd say, oh, you're probably dating, right? Sure. Probably not committed. You might be, but like when we talk about like school age stuff, we probably think you're not committed. Um, Free time, um, you probably actually have a reasonable amount of free time, a pretty decent good chunk of free time. Um, But it might not be very consistent because, um, you know, class schedules change semester to semester. Um, If you're doing part-time job stuff, then shift work, stuff like that is usually scheduled on a weekly or bi-weekly basis and is not necessarily reliably the same every week. Um, We've all been there, you know, so you probably have a decent amount of free time, but maybe it's unpredictable. And then the last one is free cash. You probably have some, right? It yeah. kind of depends on your school conditions and how much you had to spend on books and 
Yeah. Yeah. When we say when we say some, so you have at this point in your life the least number of bills. Yes. That you have, but your but your job actually doesn't pay actually that much, much money. Yeah. It compared to compared to other phases. Yeah. So while you have a lot of cash, the amount of free cash you have isn't quite as much as like in say some of the later stages where. Um, well, we'll talk about that. I'm going to add one more thing because um, I was just thinking about it as you were talking about it. Yeah. There is one more thing to add in here, which does play a factor in all of this, yeah. which is energy. Yeah, that's a huge one. We should totally right? add that. Yes, because at the school level, your energy so is much energy. boundless. So much. Concepts like all-nighters. Not a problem. Uh, not a problem. Gaming till the sun comes up. Absolutely. Not a problem. Did it multiple times. <laughs> As we are going to talk about shortly, that energy level is not the same <laughs> in ne- in the next couple of phases. Okay. Uh, moving on to starting out. So now we've left university. Uh, we're working some more serious jobs. And even if they were part-time, maybe now we're working more hours part-time and we're starting to make our steps onto the career ladder. Our relationships are now starting to get more uh, complex. Yeah. So we're not we're not only we're not only dating, but now maybe we're more serious about dating. We've had maybe a multi year relationship. Maybe we're living together. People could be um, in this phase towards you know the middle end of this phase, getting engaged, being newlyweds, that kind of thing. Um, so you're now taking on um, a bit more responsibility in terms of a relationship. Yeah. Right. Because you're not just going out on dates or anything like that. You're like in something more committed. Okay. Um, you now have uh, some, you still now, you still have um, free time, right? Mm-hmm. But your free time is now getting sliced a little bit, right? Yep. Because your relationship uh, now requires a chunk of your free time. I mean, unless you're lucky enough to be dating someone who's just going to play all your games with you, which I think is the yeah. best the best possible. But anyway, leaving is, that aside. But, but, even, but even that said... Even that said, new relationships also they wind up having time. Yeah. Um, other re- well, but other requirements for things like um, family now starting to get involved. Right. Um, this starting out is um, the beginning, although it'll be more when we talk about the climbing phase in a second, of when uh, other friends are starting to get married. Uh-huh. Right. So, like, your time starts getting sliced a little in this um, in this section. Yes. Um, not as much as later sections, but you're definitely like other things are now starting to cut into it. Yes. Um, your free cash. You have some free cash, but you have now also picked up some more bills. Right. Because now you um, need to have a place to live. Yeah. Potentially you with may, your date. <laughs> right. Um, you, you may be now paying uh, for a new car or a used car, right? Yep. You may have financed a car, um, paying for insurance. You might be paying for your own cell phone now. Yeah. Right. You may no longer, you know, like you've come off of mom and dad's plan, that kind of thing. So you still you're making a little bit more money, but you're spending more of it. So you still have some free cash. Right. Okay. And energy, your energy is actually still pretty good. Still pretty good. Yeah. It's not it's not as awesome. It's not as awesome as university, but it's not bad. Like you can work super late hours or, you know, fly a red eye and like, you know, not have it phase you, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you're still pretty resilient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So next, the third phase that we've laid out is climbing. So once you're in the climbing phase, when we talk about your career, you're like one to two steps into your career, right? Like you, you kind of see the direction that this is going to go, the path that you 
taking, like where your expertise is, where where people um, need that thing that you do, and you kind of understand how to point that ship, right? Your relationship might be like married. You might be divorced. You might have kids. You might be all of those things. Um, you yes. all within this all within all this span. It could be everything. Yes. Um, uh, Which means you could also be dating again, right? Like right. you could be dating again. Um, and then so free time, so little, so little free time, especially the moment that we say the word kids or children. Yes. Right. Because even as they get older and your free time starts to come back, like even as they're like this phase doesn't cover uh, the, the actually older kids. But like when we say older in this phase, like even when they're like six and they're easier to send off to preschool or whatever, like you still have so little time. <laughs> well, so six. So the, the deceptive part is six is um, they require less um, direct intervention to not die, as in, like they can feed themselves, right? They can they can yeah, take yeah, a yeah. bath, that kind of thing. But but now they have homework. They have homework, and <laughs> right. you have to like still monitor them and where they are and what they're doing because they will still get into things. And yes, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. And 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 hand in hand with that is free cash, not very much. Because this is the phase in which you may also have things like a house or multiple cars because kids, because you might need- Plus kids stuff, child, you have, you, have you might no have daycare. Man, daycare is outrageously expensive, especially mm -hmm. for younger children. It's a lot. Yep. And your Absolutely. energy is not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> you don't have necessarily any left because work and kids and- you know, work. You're exhausted. You are exhausted. Yeah. I mean, yep. now, admittedly, this this might look a little bit different. If you don't have kids, that's where this the phases get a little bit mushy. Take the bits and pieces that make sense and, like, leave everything else aside. But if you follow the, like, American dream path that the world lays out for us, this is the phase in which you have your 2.5 children and your dog. So if, yeah, so if you're in the climbing phase and you don't have kids, um, your energy is a little higher, your free time's a little higher and your cash is a little, a little higher. higher. Yep. But, but I say that, I say that a bit because, um, your free time is probably getting cut into a few other things, right? There's probably some career stuff that you're dealing with. Yep. Um, you, if you don't have kids, you probably have another hobby Yep. or interest that you're investing in. Yep. Um, and you know, yeah, you like, maybe you're playing golf, like golf is a, is also eats up free time and cash. All right. And, anyway. And all of your friends may be having kids. So whether you have free time or not, maybe a moot point. Correct. Your peer group also <laughs> right, might suffer. Okay. So, um, our last bin that we're going to talk about, our last phase is established. Um, you are later into your career, your three or four hops into your career, by this point, you may be moving into management. Mm -hmm. So if you were a programmer, now you might be, you know, like a, you might be um, like a product owner. Um, like if like in my case, like I moved into uh, project management, those kinds of things. Uh, your relationship's going to be a lot like climbing, right? You um, may be married. You may be divorced. If you have kids, um, at this is the point where your kids are now older. Yeah. Like your kids are like entering high school. God, uh, I have and a tween. 
Uh-huh. Oh, yes. God. I have, I, I, have, I have one tween and one teenager. Yeah, I know. That's horrifying. Yeah. Your free time starts to come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your kids don't actually require your constant attention because they don't actually want you around. It's <laughs> what winds up happening. Um, now, you still have family time and things like that. And if your kid is playing a sport, you know, you, you may be trucking around for those kinds of things. But like left on their own, they're like, no, I'm good. I'm going to go do my thing. Yep. Right. Like as opposed to like when they're four, when you don't hear them and you're like, oh, God. And you're like running through the house to figure out what they've put in their mouth. Right. Like. No, it wasn't in his mouth. It was the Sharpie that he found and had drawn all over the walls with. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yikes. Which prompted Uh, the summer of repainting. Yes. Uh, And your free cash is coming back. As you get later in your career, your your earnings go up. You start to get better um, financial mastery. Like, you start having more and more uh, free cash. Uh, but, but, uh, when it comes to energy, uh, you are older, yeah. your energy is less. And even if you're in super great shape, like at the established phase, you are still feeling it. Right. Like you may, like, you may be able to put out some, you know, like you may be able to go run a marathon, but you're also going to recover from it. Right. As opposed to the 20 year old who's like, cool, dude, I'm going to run a half marathon this weekend for fun. Yeah, no problem. Right. And then go to work. Right. Yeah. But in the established phase, um, your energy just isn't quite what it was. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so cool. <laughs> so, so if we're talking about me, then mine actually tracks pretty much in a decade by decade kind of thing. So my school time is definitely all the way through my teens, right into my early 20s, right? 21, graduated graduated college. Uh, My starting outs were definitely my 20s. Those were my first couple jobs out of uh, grad school and, you know, into a more serious relationship. Uh, I was definitely climbing by my 30s. I was married, had, had kids. Um, and in my forties, like I'm, I've moved into that established, like I'm, I'm later in my career. Like I'm pretty sure, I mean, I'm actually pretty confident based on my situation. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't seem like it. Right. I, there would have to be some extraordinary circumstances for me to make another move at this point. So yeah, that, that's me. How about you? Yeah. So um, it's a little mushier for me, depending on which thing we focus on. Right. So yeah. for me, school was my teens, right? I graduated when I was 22, but I also immediately got married. <laughs> yeah. So starting out for me includes being married, but everything else tracks for me, right? That it was my 20s. And then 30s, climbing also tracks, got divorced. <laughs> had a kid. Had a kid. No, I had a kid in my 20s. That's one. late twenties, right? Mm, yeah, I mean that's why my son is the same age as your daughter. <laughs> yes, I got an early start, and then so I'm in. I'm in a sort of a mushy place, right? Because my son is a tween now and starting to push towards that older kids thing. But career wise and stuff, I'm definitely still in a climbing place. I'm in like the third major hop of my career, right? Which is starting to feel like actual career instead of like maybe these two things are sort of connected 
Now it's like right. I'm in a place where they're like, yes, we wanted you for all of these skills. And I'm like, oh, great. Cool. I see that. I, and I see why you needed that. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a neat feeling. It's actually a neat feeling when you... when you. Um, it's there's astounding. A neat, <laughs> yeah, there's a neat feeling when you realize like, oh, I possess a certain skill set. And even if you change the type of business, the company or whatever, like my skill set still fits right here. Right. Like I have like I'm gonna have to learn some stuff. Yeah. Right. But this is what I bring to the party. Yeah. Like I just gotta pick up some details, but like XYZ about my work habits creates um both documentation and like, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I Superior customer service. Superior customer service. I, but I'm not even in customer service at this point, but it's in internal customer service, which is also well, equally as important, right? So customer service transforms, right, from, from frontline customer service yeah. to client management to internal support. Like, yep. Yeah, there's a progr- that's it that, is the that's progression. That, those hops. Yep. Yeah, it's the hops. And so now, now I'm all back end, which is great. And... You know, it's great, but I'm also using um, all the HTML stuff that I always did, and like I don't know, it, it all actually clicks together uh, shockingly well, and I never conceptualized that that was possible. Okay, so the point of all of this is to explain that at different points in your life, you will have more or less free time, more or less free cash, and more and then less energy. Um, which is all things that this hobby uh, desires. Right. So you need time more than cash, though, really, right? Because you can always play older games. So as long as you have a game to play, you can play a game. Or get a pay-what-you-want game or something like that. Right, right. Like, there's games to play. It's nice if you have cash because when cash is involved, you can get all the cool new things and all the cool new supplements or worse Kickstarter. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and and I guess if we're going to say Kickstarter is the other thing that your money then goes away to is cons. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Potentially. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now having kind of talked about those different phases of life, we're going to now get into how to make uh, your gaming fit those phases of life. And we're just going to jump right in and start talking about them. So you want to you wanna get us started? Yeah. So as we mentioned in the different stages of life, the availability of time and money are different depending on kind of where you are, right? So here are some of the challenges and tips that we can foresee for each of these stages, right? So, mm-hmm. so in school, the things that you're working with, the features that you're working with are that your scheduling could be interesting because of shift work, right? Could be tricky to find that time. And you have some free money to spend, right? Mm -hmm. So our tips for when you're in school are for the when, how, this is the time of your life to be playing long games, right? It's really good. Yeah, if you're going to play all night. (laughs) If you're going to play all night, now is the time. And this is me in college with the GM saying, I'm done, and us saying no, and him saying, well, if somebody goes and buys me a Red Bull, I'll give you 500 experience and we can keep going. And we did, right? So try for a regular game, but you may have to be flexible on when you can schedule it. Just know that like, when you can schedule it, you might get to play for a really long time and take advantage of that, right? Um, yeah. Then in terms of prep, right? You probably have time to prep 
and write everything. Awesome. Do it. Make yourself happy. Go crazy. Draw all the maps. Just, yeah. you know. This is the time. This is the time that if you want to make like the whole world in a giant hex map, Hell like, yeah. do it. Do it. Make it so, right? Now is the time for yep. that heartbreaker. Okay. Um, and then we will also talk about games. So in terms of the games themselves, this is not the time to go overboard buying every supplement or chasing everything that's new, right? So check out PDFs because they're usually a little bit less expensive. Um, you can look at older games, also a little bit less expensive, and you may be able to get them used, right? Check out the bundle of holdings. That's a really good way to get a bunch of different games all together for like a pretty reasonable price, right? Or, or a whole line. Or a whole line of games. Yeah, like, bam, there it is. And it's not that expensive, right? And uh, and also look at indie games, which we don't even say for personal reasons. We say them for real reasons, right? Because they're single book games. They're probably not going to have a ton of supplements. Some of them do, but most of them are going to be like, you know, one book or there might be just a couple, right? Right. I, I will say this, though. It, it, in this phase, in the school phase, um, it has been my experience you are the least likely to know about indie games. Yeah, which is sad phase. Because what you've done is in the school phase, you've uh and I'm 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 gonna hypothesize now for kids of, of this generation. Yeah. You have watched uh some Twitch streaming of games, yep. which means you've watched D D. Yep. Um and so you went and got D D. Yep. Right. And you maybe have heard of Pathfinder, yep. but D D's better. Yeah. And that's like the extent that's the extent of what you've you've heard so far. Yes. All right. Right. So so this is the part where you would save yourself a lot of money if you played indie games, but the likelihood that you've heard of them is actually really pretty low. low. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Tell tell me about conventions. Right. So the last thing we're gonna talk about on all these is convention. Oh snap. I just pulled a sneeze act. So the last thing. So the last thing we're going to talk about with all of these is conventions. So now is the time to be hitting up game days and local cons, right? Because they're less expensive. They're easier to get to. You don't have to fly anywhere. Um, you don't have to pay for a hotel, right? But it's mm -hmm. the way to broaden your horizons. Yeah, this is a good chance to find out about indie games. Right. Like, go to a convention. Yeah. And you probably, and ha hopefully, have time to do that right now. So do it. And energy. Yep. Cool. All right. So now when you're starting out, like we said before, um, your free time's getting a little more sliced up now, right? You're, um, you've got, because e like I said, even if you have a significant other that's gaming with you, you still have other significant other um, commitments. Yeah. And you might be starting to have some work commitments, yep. like work friends and things like that. Okay. You have uh, some more free money to spend, mm -hmm. certainly more than you did at school because your income's a little more regular. All right. So tips. This is the time when you should start getting a game night. Um, as you get into jobs that move out of shift work and move into more nine to five or second shift, whatever, like now's the time to start establishing a game night and getting it on the calendar on a regular basis. And next week, when we talk about making room for games in your life, getting something that's in a regular spot in the later phases of your life is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, it is one of the keys to keeping gaming in your life. So start working on your game night. Prep, you still have a lot of time to prep, but you should start honing your prep now. Not to shamelessly plug, but this would be a good phase of your life to start reading Never Unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> um, because while you still have time to do all your prep now, shortly your prep time is going to get cut. Yeah. And if you're not ready 
for that, you're going to get into a weird place <coughs> with having trouble being able to get your games to run. Yeah. So start in this phase of your life learning how to prep lighter and faster. Yeah. Start trimming that stuff away. Now, as for games, um, because you have a little bit more money, you can invest in the games that you really like. You shouldn't run out and invest in every game you play, but start slowly by buying like a, you know, the core book for a new game. But like, if you dig it, like go ahead and like, you know, keep like buy some more stuff, like invest some more things. Uh, I will say I like the four session rule, right? Play four sessions of a game. If you play four sessions and you're like, wow, this Numenera thing's really cool. Then go ahead and get like one or two more Numenera books and get the decks and like, and do all that stuff because you're ready to kind of commit to playing uh, this game and you can afford to buy a few things for it. As for conventions, this is a good time to kind of look for a con outside of your hometown. Like you might not be a regular at this point, but like I did my first con shortly coming out of school. I mean, like the first time I went to Gen Con in 94 was just like on a fluke. We had like a little extra money and just like went and did it. And, but it was never anything regular, but this is a good time to kind of explore. This is when um, you share a hotel room with a whole bunch of people, like six of you share a hotel room. <laughs> yep. um, you eat pop tarts and um, you all drove together and like, you know, crammed into some kind of car together, but it's totally worth it at this point in your life. Yeah. You got to do it. You gotta just do it. All right, yep. so the next uh, the next phase is climbing. So when you're climbing, your time has become very limited and your resources, while more, um, there's a lot more things that are pulling on those, right? It's called a mortgage. It is called a mortgage. <laughs> and daycare. Good. Right. So, so the tips here, um, the, now is the time to get a regular game absolutely set in your schedule and then work hard to keep it that way, right? So that you don't lose it. Shorter games, like three to four hour games are the kind of thing that'll work well here. Even two hour games, but like whatever people can schedule and commit to and keep it, right? For example, really quickly, side note, mine is every other Thursday <laughs> after work, right? Right. So mine is Sunday nights yeah. because it's the one time that I was sure that I would never have to do anything with my kids because that was like, oh, they'll be in bed. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, mine's every other Thursday because he's at his dad's. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, get it. Keep it. Don't let it move. Um, good. So now is also the time when prep gets harder because you don't have as much time, right? So now is the time that you're probably going to be doing tight prep, more improv. You got to be able to kind of get the games prepped fast that you're running so that you're not spending a lot of outside time on them. This is also a good time that if you're not really into prepping things in a in an improv way, then using published adventures may be something you can use to cut down on your time to write, right? And create because mm -hmm. it's a different kind of prep that might be faster or easier for you games so now explore the games right but like we pretty much have the same tips here as when we were talking about starting off but also you know hopefully you can afford a few more kickstarters to back so like start exploring and read more games than you necessarily have time to play right because this is one of those you can put the kid to bed and you can read another chapter of the game before you actually go to sleep yourself right so you can carve mm -hmm. out it's easier to carve out small chunks of time to read a game than it is to carve out enough time consecutively with other people to play a game right and there is value there is value in reading games yes. even if you're not playing absolutely them. there is this is also a really good time and this is what happened to me to start listening to actual plays 
podcasts, whether they're streaming, you know, whatever it is, so that you can stay immersed in the community or the feeling of playing games, even when you can't actually play. Can I, um, can I, can I mention one yeah. thing? So, uh, in this phase, if you are going to have kids, yeah. um, the first kid, yeah. um, I will refer to it as a bomb going off in your life. Pretty much. Um, so in the, f- in, with your first kid, like everything for maybe a year, everything's going to like grind to a halt. Yeah. Cause you're going to be exhausted. Yes. You're going to be exhausted. You're not going to have any money and the kid is going to be taking an emotional toll on, on you, your relationship and everything else. Staying immersed in the community during this time, even when playing is like almost impossible to do. Yep. Is still really good. So the like APs, podcasts, watching streaming, you can be up in the middle of the night giving a bottle, watching, you know, critical role. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Or you, you know, put the kid in the stroller, pop in one earbud. Yep. Go around the block and, you know, listen to, you know, uh us. <laughs> Right. Or, you know, or like, um, oh, like she's or James, a super go geek, listen you know? to one of those. Yeah, she's a super geek or James. The, you know, those those guys are entertaining, too. Yeah, it's true. He's pretty funny. Okay. I guess he's trained in that. Um, yeah. And then conventions. This is where, you know, you you can probably squeak in a con or two, but it's probably going to take more planning because you have a lot more responsibilities that you're covering when you leave. Right. Particularly if we start talking about children. And you may have to save up for expenses to get to conventions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, when we say go to a con, like, go to an away con. Right. Like a Gen Con or like an Origins or something like that. Yeah, you like should that. probably come to Origins. Just yeah. saying. Or QCC. Because there's some yeah. cool people who are going to be at Origins and QCC. Or, or Breakout. Or Breakout, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to Established. So welcome to Established. <laughs> Your name your is Your free time. Yeah. <laughs> your free time is coming back. Uh-huh. And you are in much better control of your resources. So this is a kind of, this is like a really great time because having had little kids, having like had, and especially if you've had multiples, right? Like if you have one kid, it's like a shock and then it levels out. Yep. But when you have multiple kids, it's like aftershocks, right? Like yep. you had a shock and then it, it starts to level out and you have another kid, which it isn't as, as, it isn't as disruptive as the first kid, but it's still disruptive. Yeah. Right. And then like aftershock, aftershock. Okay. So now for gaming, still keep your regular game night. Yeah. Um, but this is a time to explore the idea of having more than one game night. What? Like have a regular game night, but maybe you also have like a one-off game once a month, or maybe you have a regular weekly game and you've kicked into a bi-weekly somewhere else, that kind of thing. Shorter games still seem to work better here because you don't actually have the energy you used to. So even if you have a regular game thing, playing eight hours um, yeah. it could be tough. You may not be as in for it. I, I do know some exceptions. I think Brett and his um, crew of the Immortal Gamers or whatever, like they play like all weekend long kind of thing. Like that's how they've always been structured. I can't. But but I'm like, honestly, I'm like three solid hours of of good high quality play. Great for me. Like yep, that's I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah. In, in terms of prep, this is a time where you actually have time to do more prep if you want, or if you're starting to run multiple games, this is a time where your minimized prep is paying off because you can now run multiple things. Yeah. Like you can prep a couple things really quick. Yeah. In terms of games, 
at this point, your free cash is higher. So you can now start backing Kickstarters to literally just support certain designers. Yep. Like you may never get this game to a table and you don't really care. Yep. You just want to back it because it's cool and you like that person. Yeah. You want to back it because you want that person's book to come out. Yeah. And you're not going to like, you're like, well, I'm not going to play this game, but I totally, I'm just going to put it on my shelf. Yep. You can also become like a super backer. Yeah. Where you start backing lots of things. There are, there are people who do it. I know. Um, It's amazing. Yeah. This is also a place where building a collection. Like if you're into that kind of thing, this is a great time to be like, I'm going to build, you know, like I'm going to get all the old Marvel superheroes games. Yeah. Right. I'm going to hunt them down on eBay. I'm going to find them in old game stores, whatever. Like I have the cash in order to like to do this. And this is also a great time to upgrade your game components. Like buy some nice dice. Or a pouch. Yeah. Like buy a pouch or, you know, a kick-ass bag. Um, (laughs) Go to jet pens. Get yourself a, you know, really slick pencil for your game. Um, Build a game room. Mm -hmm. Right. Like this is a time where, and, and people certainly have bought fancy tables earlier. You did it earlier in your life, but this is a point where like you can do it pretty comfortably. Right, it, does, like it you doesn't. Could be like, it doesn't have to be the thing that it was for me. Yes, it was, right. It was a like, thing. Yeah. Yes, um, but this is a time where you can like kind of you can not only build your collection up, but you can just kind of like increase the quality of the stuff that you that you have when you're playing. Yeah. And as for conventions, this is where you move into the place where you can go to a couple conventions a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can plan them out. You can go to some big ones. You can go to a couple small ones. You go to your local. You can kind of you can travel across country. Big like ones, it's not small a, ones, some as big as your head. Right. So yeah, it's a um, it's a good time. It's a good time. You have to pace yourself a little for the lack of energy, but all your other stuff, your time and money, is a little better than it was. Yeah. So cool. So that is our take on how to adjust your gaming to the different sort of. I mean, completely arbitrary, but you you were with us, right? To the different phases in your life. Yep. Next week, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about how to adjust your life to make sure that you have room for gaming. Yeah. And I think we may keep those same phases. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. Before we go and head into the closing, Santa, tell us about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network. Yeah, absolutely. In Down with D&D, Chris and the Mad Wizard Sean Merwin dish about everything D&D with a focus on the brand and newest edition of the world's most popular tabletop RPG. Awesome. Listen, I'm going to blast through this closing because we are... Um, you don't want me to say any of this stuff? We're, we're long on time, so I'm going to... I'm going to do it. Ready? Okay. I'm going to do it to make it, it make it better for editing for you. I don't know if it will, but sure. Okay, here we go. You can reach us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. Hit us up on Twitter. You really can't hit us up anywhere else. Just find us on Twitter. That's if you want if you want us to see anything, find us on Twitter. Is it Panda at misdirected at, at MMP.com? Yeah, it's panda at misdirectedmark.com. I do check that email, so you're okay. lying. See, you this can is actually hit us up on email. Because you said you were going to do it yourself. <laughs> no, because you'll mess up like five times. I'm only going to mess up once. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yes, um, hit us up on Twitter. Slash pandas talk games. We don't check that. I check, check that. It. All right. <laughs> I don't believe you, but yes, I've never done a Facebook topic. I've done Twitter and I've done email. I've never done a Facebook topic. <laughs> Nobody gives us topics on Facebook. Okay, somebody go out and put one on t- put one on Facebook and see if Senda gets it to me. 
Okay, good. <laughs> now, once you have done that, you should send us topics. We love to get topics and do the shows that are interesting to you. We could sit around and just talk about bags and cartoons all day long, but we really like to talk about gaming. And so send us your topics so that we can provide insight, wisdom, or whatever else it is that we do here. In addition to that, you can take pictures of you playing games and those we call table selfies. Put them up on the Twitter and hashtag them table selfie so that we can crowd out all those people at ridiculous work things and weddings um, <laughs> and take over that hashtag for ourselves. Um, <laughs> if you like what we do here elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, check out our Patreon campaign. The Patreon campaign is at patreon.com slash MMP. It helps keep the lights on. To be honest, it just helps fund everything else from microphones to the time we take to get uh, shows put together and everything else. It is it's a real help to us. Um, it helps us quite a bit. Uh, in return, we like to give you some things as well. We give you the bonus outtakes from this show. We give you the after show from Misdirected Mark, access to the Slack Room for Life, other assorted goodies that we sometimes just, you know, as Encoded Designs make stuff, we just toss them out there uh, for people. Uh, we also like to shout out to some of our patrons. Those patrons include this week, Donnie Harville, the Inquisitor of Mark. Thank you so very much. Thanks, Brandon Donnie. Barnes, Dan- Danielle Thomas, Thank you so very much for your continued support. Thank you, friends. Um, now, there is, if you are already back in the Patreon or unable to back the Patreon, which is perfectly fine. Again, as we talked about free mon- how much free cash you have in different stages of your life. If you can't back the Patreon but still want to support us, go to Apple Podcast, leave us a review. The reviews help bubble up the show to the top of the list. It helps people find things. Like right now, if you really want to find us on the top of the list, you have to go and kind of look for pandas and stuff, but we really need to kind of show up with RPGs. So we're going to need some more reviews and some stars to get us into the RPG search list rather than just the Panda one. It confuses the people who are looking for podcasts about the animal and it's obscuring finding our great um, knowledge and wisdom for the people who need it for role-playing games. So go to Apple podcast, leave a review. That'll be a big help. Okay. Say, Phil, show me how you're going to set up your games now that you're so uh, established. Now that I'm so established. 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 This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got. 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 Clicky, clicky, clicky. Get your waveforms here. Clicky, clicky, clicky. Get your waveforms here. See, then I can go waveform man. Waveform. I win. I win. Yeah, you win. You win. I win that one. Less syllables. Yeah. Waveform Biff is a colorful man. <laughs> he proudly stands. You just jammed the word waveform in there, like it's. A- I know that's how, that's how it's built to be done, <laughs> though. That's how that's the origin of the waveform songs, right? How about Roy G. Biv is a colorful panda, and he proudly pandas at the waveforms end. Uh. Yes, you said words. Waveform. You said words in the form of a song. Waveform, 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 waveform. Yeah, I detected words in the... Waveform, 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 waveform. Okay, well, that's a thing. That's definitely a thing. Bloop. <laughs>
Hey, follow-up stuff. So, um, yes, yeah, so you watched a little Schoolhouse Rock, and some people posted some Schoolhouse Rock Yeah, to people you, right? posted Schoolhouse Rock. Did you Rock watch them all yet? No, 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 no. So, I've been very busy with the workness, which is a thing that is ongoing and, like, slowly making my brain melt, but they tell me that this busy season is supposed to end. Oh, that's good. So- someday. Probably after Origins, but like that's kind of far away. Oh my god! It shh shh shh. <laughs> shh. <laughs> Bloop. But yeah. I admittedly listened to some of uh to some of Here Comes the Science this morning because I we had been talking about it and I listened to our outtakes from last week because you do like actual like what should we talk about today and what are some good points we could make about that and I listened to the bonus or to the outtakes from last week's show because that's how I remember what we talked about last week. That's my homework that I do every Monday. <laughs> Nice. I listened to the outtakes. Bloop. Oh, I got pouches. I showed you some pouches, right? I showed you my it's like true, Tom, my Tom Bin collection. My pouches, pouches finally came. They're pretty dope, actually. Like, and they're really like nice material. Like, they feel really nice. Millions of pouches, pouches <laughs> for you. I now Millions have one just for my headphones. Pouches for not free. Bloop. Anyway, this has been another episode of Pandas Talking Bags. I feel like that's almost a regular. I know, but this time it's really pandas talking bags. It's not panda right. talking bags. No, pandas talking bags. I know. No, they, get gonna... some, they get some interesting... Are you looking right now? Bloop. Anyway, we should really do a show. <laughs> is is our show also about bags and pouches? No. <laughs> it's about games. You remember that thing we talk about, about games? Can I someday just do a show about picking out your game bag? Like, is that a thing I'm allowed to do? Um, y- yeah, but we should have done it for April Fools and just talked about bags the whole time. We should do it like before Origin. So if people like are like, I need to get a bag, I'll be like, well, welcome. <laughs> but what am I gonna say? Color commentary. Be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, guess that's no, not gonna work. Like, yeah, and those those YKK zippers. There you go. I think it's a YKK8. Yeah, no, I, I'm not on that level. You know, I don't even know if I, I'm not on that level either. Bloop! Anyway, so we're 13 minutes in talking about bags. Okay, on a good note, though, there is a webpage that has the um, uh, YKK um, sizing. <laughs> but the show. But the show, oh, the show, the show, right? The thing we, the thing we do. Let's do we the show. We already hit record, even. Yeah, let's do the show. <laughs> tell me about the show. Oh, you know what? Don't even tell me about the show. Let's do the show thing. Let's do the show thing. Okay. Yeah. Meow. Meow. Bloop. Do do. Do 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 do. I see what you did there. Ha ha. Very, 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 very funny. <laughs> Bloop. Uh, Anecdotal. Anecdotal. Right? Bloop features like cool things um, or not cool things. No, bad. Reading ahead. Sorry. We didn't actually talk about this part. Um, 
Bloop. Show me what you got. 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 You thought it was going to be faster to do the outro all by yourself, and I didn't believe you. So you jammed it up by it making mistakes right into it. It wasn't going to happen. All right, we, we have to. Stop. We have to eject. Oh Ready? My God. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye.